Welcome to Broken Corners. This weekend in New York City has been unbelievably hot. How hot, you say? Well, so hot that basically myself and Karen refuse to leave our respective apartments to record. Why? Because we don't do so well in the heat. So, what does that mean for you listeners is that you will not get a new episode of Broken Corners. However, we will not leave you empty-handed. We will be releasing this week a previous episode from our catalog that you guys can uh, listen to for the first time or maybe uh, re-listen to and enjoy again. Sorry that uh, it was hot. And we definitely will have a new episode next week. And I hope everyone survived this heat storm. So let's call this one a Sunday. Like a snow day, but like a Sunday. But on a Sunday, I'm probably going to cut this. Maybe. All right, guys. Enjoy. My dad was in the army in World War II. Um, he was in his early 20s, and he actually was stationed in Bayonne, New Jersey. He'd, he was never sent over to Europe or to Asia, but he instead was with a battalion that was guarding the Bayonne Bridge, which apparently was a very strategic location uh, here in the U.S., and his sergeant, for some reason, probably just because he liked to give him a hard time, would never say his last name right, so um, it was always Conway or... Conrad and he he tried to correct him a couple of times and that didn't go well at all so he, he kind of didn't know if the guy was just hard of hearing or what and then one day they were doing this training where they I think the the point of it was that if you had to rescue some another soldier that had fallen in the field you needed to be able to do that so they were making them carry other soldiers up the hill on their backs um, and my dad was only 5'4". So, but he was a farm kid, and I think between all that manual labor he'd done all his life, and then also having a low center of gravity, he was actually a lot better at it than these big guys. And so he managed to carry this guy twice his size all the way up the hill and back down. And so that was the first time the sergeant ever actually called him by his real name and said, Private Conroy, you did a good job. So he was not, I think he was only ever a private. He wasn't decorated or anything, but there were things about the army that stuck with him for his whole life. Um, he did a lot of KP duty. So he worked in the kitchen, um, did a lot of potato peeling. And uh, he always had a really heavy hand with the black pepper on fried potatoes, which I actually appreciated and still do myself. Welcome to Broken Corners, a podcast where we discuss memories from our lives. This week, we'll be discussing our family members who happen to be veterans. Veterans. Oh, my name's Armando. My name's Karen. So I wanted to ask about the Bayonne Bridge. Did, well, it was a different time, right? I mean, were they really <laughs> um, were they really worried about uh, being? I know that there's a story about it's like a little known story. It may not be real, but um, in Long Island, I think German troops had, like came on shore. What? And like through some like mission, but they put a stop to it. So were they worried about something like that? I guess? Oh, I've never heard that. I might have made that up. Well, it was <laughs> the the concern was that they that it was going to be bombed. Okay. That they were going to take the bridge out and then that would, you know, make the the approach to New York from gotcha. from New Jersey less possible. Right. I mean for for listeners who aren't from the New York metro area, the Bayonne Bridge from southern Brooklyn you have you have a bridge that links to Staten Island and then off of the other side of Staten Island then you have the Bayonne Bridge that links to New Jersey. So it's a pretty so you who know, was protecting the Verrazano Bridge? I don't know. Maybe there was another battalion. Oh, man. You think they would get together <laughs> and have, like, beers? Yeah, you would think. Maybe, I'm sure they had beers. No, though, where where I'm from in Michigan, um, 
it actually isn't that far from what was the most heavily fortified spot in North America during World War II, which okay. was the Sioux Locks. Okay. Do you know that's the... No, I don't. It's the connection. So there's the Lower Peninsula and Upper Peninsula of Michigan, and then where the Upper oh, Peninsula... There goes, there goes the hands. There again. goes the hands. <laughs> there Put goes your the hands, hands in the air. Uh, so the there's Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, and Sault Ste. Marie, Canada, and they're connected by the Ambassador Bridge. And then there's also the Locks, which is where cargo coming in from the Atlantic through Canada, the St. Lawrence okay. Seaway comes down um, into the Great Lakes. And so I guess it, it was considered a strategic enough location if you took that out, that it was right. really heavily fortified. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I wonder, like, you know, if those, they probably wouldn't be guarded. Or maybe they are still guarded today. There's probably some. Like, I'm, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> technology is so much better where they could probably, they don't have to be there to I wouldn't. I wouldn't think so. I mean, it's it's pretty far inland. Yeah, it's just not a waterway, but it's pretty right. far in. Yeah. Yeah. My my dad was a uh, marine in, in Vietnam, and he saw combat. Um, I don't really. There's not a lot of stories because you know. But uh, one story that my mother told me was that um, he had two purple hearts and a navy cross medal uh, for basically saving his platoon. Oh wow! Um, which my sister has all those medals. Anyway, that's a whole other episode. Um, anyway, um, so that, is that the resentment episode? That's the, yeah, the sibling <laughs> resentment episode. Um, so basically, but the story is that um, he was a machine gunner and uh, he got shot in the ass, and he just basically gave them cover fire until everyone was able to um, like leave. Wow. So, but the story goes that he didn't he didn't know what he was doing. It hurt so much. That he just kept his finger on the trigger. It held it down. <laughs> yeah, just held it kept down. Kept spraying. Oh wow! And so yeah, and then he finally got out. He had yeah, he had two purple hearts because he got shot in the ass, and he also had shrapnel in his chin. Okay. So that's uh, that well, was what years was he over there? I want to say what was he in the late sixties? I want to say. Okay. So I'm not really sure, but yeah, but whenever Vietnam. <laughs> he was there. It was, he was a, it was a long time. Vietnam was a long time. He was a tourist. He had a hiking tour. <laughs> he was a tourist. You know, he went back in the eighties. No, uh, uh, I'm kidding. At first, I thought you said he was a tourist. I thought you wanted to talk, um, like, oh, he's a Capricorn. He was a Libra. Oh no, no, he yeah. was a Virgo. <laughs> that seems about right. Um, did you ever? Did you ever get to talk to him about any of that stuff? Or? Not really. The only thing, like, um. I think one time I had like an army T-shirt on, mm -hmm. and like he told me I had to take it off. Oh, because he was Marines. Yeah. Ah. Was he a tall guy? No. He was no. Like, I'm I'm not tall. He was probably like maybe five seven. Okay. And I'm like five eight, so I'm like one inch taller. Oh. Well, this is not interesting, but I always thought you were five ten. Oh no, I would <laughs> like to be five ten. <laughs> when I wear my lips. <laughs> Um, I always remember when I was a kid that the the Memorial Day and Fourth of July parades that it was so cool to see the soldiers. Yeah. Um, in it, and you know, kind of emotional. Um, I know we've talked about nationalism not yeah. being super duper, but they're not still a not a fan. But um, you know, I know it, it. I guess it's kind of sentimental, but there is something about seeing people who've who've served, and especially to see the older guys from World War Two, and yeah, you know, walking out with their. Um, with the other guys that had served, that was always really cool. Yeah. It was kind no. of like the opening for the summer. Well, yeah, I mean, I say I'm not a fan, and, 
But uh, when I watch all ten episodes of Band of Brothers, I'm bald like a baby during some of them. So like, yeah, because you know, you ever seen that? No, show? It was on HBO and they had like um, prior to each episode, usually bookending the episode, they would have the actual guy, whoever was still alive, mm. um, just kind of like give a little like intro into the episode, like what was going to happen. Cause it was oh, okay. Based on a true story. Yeah. And then when you would like, like you would see the event unfold, and you would see them afterwards, it was. It was really emotional. You're like, holy shit. Like, yeah. So, I mean, that was brilliantly done. I would recommend anyone to watch it. Okay. I mean, I'll check it out later using your HBO Go password. We don't, yeah. no. <laughs> secrets. Secrets. We'll save that for the secrets episode. Yeah, that was always like the intro into like the summer, right? The, well, Memorial Day, right? Yeah. The parade. Well, where, so where I'm from, because it's so far north, um, I only this year realized that it was parallel with Montreal, so it's pretty far north. Um, it was never really all that warm at Memorial Day. Right. So it's, What temperatures are we talking about? I mean, not probably like 60s, yeah. 50s, 60s. So, I mean, warm, not 50s, probably 60s. Well, that's but, probably warm for you guys. Well, there's no <laughs> snow anymore, so that was a yeah. bonus. This, I mean, the snow wasn't definitely melted until, like, April, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been funny living here where Memorial Day is the, it's the summer kickoff. Yeah, and it's, like, it it's took, like 80, 90, right? Like, yeah. it's really hot. <laughs> yeah, that took me a long time to get used to. But for us, it was more the, the 4th of July was the official, it's summertime. Right. Did you, were there, did they have 4th of July parades here? I No, I think, I don't, they might have. Yeah. I just don't know. I know, well, obviously we have the big um, 4th of July Macy's Spectacular Fireworks Show. Oh, that's correct. every uh, year. Um, I'm sure local towns would have. I know definitely we have, um, in Queens, like on Myrtle Avenue, there would be a Memorial Day Parade. Okay. Where, um, you know, veterans would definitely walk. Um, and, you know, down here, down, I live close to Myrtle, so like... No, I'm giving out way my <laughs> address, but um, and they would have that. But Fourth of July, I've never seen anything. But I think the Fourth of July, if I'm not no, that's a lie, because that would be earlier. Okay. So I don't think that's anything. Did you go to parades when you were a kid? Uh, I don't like parades. I'm what? Not a, I hate. I actually hate parades. You hate parades. Have you, ever, have you ever been in a parade? I've never been in a parade. Oh, that'll change your perspective. You think so? Like, I need to be in the parade? Yeah, you don't understand your feelings. <laughs> Until you've been in a parade. Yeah. No, I don't like parades. I, I, I think it's a waste of taxpayer dollars. Um, you thought that when you were eight? Yes. No. <laughs> no, I, I went to, um, when I was a kid, my mother <laughs> took me to the, and my sister to the Puerto Rican Day Parade. Okay. And uh, we all sat there, and I mean, it was fine. Like, it was great food and everything, but it was just so crowded. Yeah. And as a kid, and even to this day, I'm, I'm uncomfortable in crowds. Right. You know, and as a kid. Oh, that's I, true. Because everything here is so full on. It's so crowded. Yeah. I mean, it's like the the Thanksgiving I, parade. It's, all the parades. Yeah. Like the St. Patrick's Day parade, which is another. That's true. Another one that's crazy where it's just like people are just partying way too hard. Okay. On, on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah. And like, they're like, you know, the worst thing about St. Patrick's Day is coming in on the subway when people started partying at like 7 a.m. And you're just trying to get to work. Right. <laughs> and they're just like, ah! And, and, then, like, oh. and then I always feel like the corollary to the St. Patrick's is the SantaCon awfulness. Now. Oh, no. Yeah, that's true. There's just all these horrible people but dressed as Santa. But those are great because, like, you know, you always see in some corner um, two Santas fighting. 
<laughs> and then two Santas kissing. Yes. Yeah. Hot. <laughs> and these little kids are just looking around like, Mom. Like, yeah. Why is Santa so bad? Um. Well, I mean, yeah. So where I'm from, you know, it's a town of like seventeen thousand people. So mm-hmm. the it's it's a much more low key experience. And for me, it was about candy. What is that like? What is what like? I'm sorry. That was when you said seventeen thousand. Like, there's a building up the block with seventeen thousand. <laughs> what is that like in our neighborhood? Well, so there. I didn't live in town. Okay. I lived out in the country. Sticks. Sticks. <laughs> um, and so, you know, for for me, the neighborhood was our township. Okay. And. Um, which was Springvale Township. So was Springvale have not seventeen thousand? Probably had less, right? So Springvale. So Springvale was would be included in the seventeen yeah, ish yeah. thousand, and it was probably I don't know five hundred people. Did it have the sign where you leave? It would tick down, and when you would come, it would like tick up, like no, <laughs> like in this movie. No, the the so the main town. So in, in Michigan, it'll have a sign of like, um, you know, Petoskey, Petoskey Boys Ski Team, 1997 champions. Okay. That's what the signs say. Right. That's That's what, you know, is the big deal to know is, the, you know, who won what skiing trophy what year. That's right. Yeah. I mean. But like where, so out in the country, um, we'd have sort of the community was centered around the township hall, which was the fire hall. Right. And it was where you'd go vote. Yeah. And then also is where we'd have um, the big event in the summer was um, <laughs> if you had stuff you didn't want, oh. you would just put it out at the end of your driveway. Okay. And then I th- it had to have been connected to the firemen. They would come around and collect it. And then you would... Set it on fire. No, they would take it to the township hall. And if it was good, you don't want to set it on fire. You don't burn the good things. Oh. Somebody, Somebody's going to want it. So then you would go... Uh, they would just haul it all over to the township hall, and then everybody would come with their lawn chairs and everything for the auction. Oh, okay. And you'd have, like, you could buy hot dogs and, you know, all kinds of, like, low, low-key low carny food. And um, you'd just sit there and buy everybody's crap. So, yeah, you fun. just swapped it around. It was it's awesome. Like Craigslist prior to Craigslist. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. But out in the, out in the country. Uh, yeah, with hot dogs. With hot dogs, Yeah. Um, no, it was always a good time. I loved the auction because I loved, um, would you like score some stuff? Oh yeah. And you'd be like really happy with yourself, yes. right? <laughs> yeah. It was exhilarating. <laughs> I loved, um, I always loved, you know, uh, like luggagey kind of boxes and things like that. So like, like treasure chests? Like-, uh, like I got a, um, it was a train case. Okay. I eventually realized, you know, this rounded, um, little piece of luggage, like what a woman, in the 40s or 50s when you oh, put her like um like it was a hard-sided little piece of talking. luggage yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was flipped up and had a mirror yeah, yeah um i got that one year and that was a big score and then i got a a set of records that came in a little rectangle container that had you know the they were in individual sleeves within it but i love the box that it came in like 45 like 45s yeah. yeah so it was all stuff like that and you you never knew what you were gonna get, but you always came home with something. You come home with something. You had to come home. With yeah. When yeah. You said records. Do you remember those records that were plastic? Yeah. And they were like they were like Fisher Price or something like that. Yep. And they had like the like the bumps on them, I think. Bumps. I don't, I don't know. It was that. like the first record player that I, 
like you have. But it was a it was a toy. When you said that, it just reminded me of it. I had a strawberry shortcake record player that was pretty baller. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because we had we had all Disney records of movies. We would have the like the, the record in the storybook. Oh, okay. Um. So, like, I remember like hearing Bambi get shot on the record and be like, Bambi, no. <laughs> that's something you need to hear all the time. Yeah. And now and then you have but then you have a meat freezer and that Bambi's mom would be in your brother's room. <laughs> right. And it wouldn't the meat freezer wouldn't fit in my room. Definitely not. Yeah. No, that was the that was the big summer event for summer. us for sure. But we did a lot of other like did you guys what was summer like for you here in the city when you were a kid? Well I I hated summer as a kid. I oh I always hated like because you know what it was? We weren't like I wasn't gonna do anything. <laughs> I was just gonna be there and like just be bored. Stuck. I hate the fact that uh I hated the fact that like um T V shows were on hiatus. Mm. Um, you know, like everything stopped because of summer and like my, my routine is now interrupted. Okay. Um, so, you know, but did you get to like go out and play with your friends and stuff? So we had a backyard and so I played with my friend Fred. Mm -hmm. Uh, so we would play, we would get up in the morning. Uh, I would always sleep in a little bit. He would get up and he would like kind of like throw rocks or like try to knock on the, you know, and I would wake up. We'd play from like maybe 10 a.m. to about. He would throw rocks to wake you up? Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, he was bored, and we were bored, we were bored kids. So yeah, we were like we've known each other since we were five. So um, we would go and play, uh, whatever it was GI Joe, about uh, you know army or whatever. And yeah. Then when it, from like at like twelve o'clock, when the sun is like really from twelve to four, we would just go inside. Okay. And watch cartoons. Yeah. And then after four, we would come out and just play again until the nighttime. So that that happened for a while, and that was fun, but it was still boring. <laughs> so then, like, my mother had a bright idea for like maybe four summers in a row to send me to the Bronx, to my cousin's house. To your cousins. So that was also, um, and that was fun. I would probably stay two months in the Bronx, or maybe six weeks. Okay. And the first two weeks were cool. That's all I got. Because <laughs> after a while, I just wanted to go home. I didn't have the freedom. All my stuff wasn't there. Right. And, you and you're know. just sort of on good behavior in somebody else's house. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, I need to go. I need to get home. But they, I don't know. Did, I, you may have just said this. Did they, they had kids your age or? Yeah. I would, I would basically spend the time with my um, cousin and he was about a year younger than me and his sister was probably like two years younger than both of us. Okay. Uh, this was the uncle who I was telling you about worked for the MTA in the last episode. Oh, okay. Or last episodes. Uh, where, so, yeah, so I would spend time there. and um, that, I mean, it wasn't bad. It's just I wasn't home. Right. I like to be home. I'm, I'm a very <laughs> home person. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think also probably, like, hearing everyone else's adventures that they would have in the summer mm -hmm. when you get back to school and you had, like, oh, I went to the Bronx. It's like... <laughs> It's not, you know, you're like, oh. It doesn't have the same ring. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Did I Did you have a choice about it or? No. 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 My sister would never come. Like, she would be doing her own thing, but I would be, like, forced to, like, yeah. go. I don't know why. I gotcha. Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of, I felt that, well, when you're, when you're a kid, summers, I mean, any time is long. Yeah. When you're a kid, and there always were points where summer felt like it would never end, so. 
Um, I mean, I read a lot and I'd go, I'd go if I was sick of everybody. Um, we lived by the woods and then there was like a big embankment and then there was a, a creek that yeah. ran down in the woods. So I'd go down there and I'd go read down there and just play and had a whole, you know, I had a whole plan for like a life I could create down there if I needed to. Um, <laughs> I always had a plan. So like, I got to go to this auction and buy some more stuff. Right. <laughs> right. Live down here. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't know. My brother and I would, we'd play a decent amount. He was, he was three years older than me. And sometimes we'd play with the neighbor kids and we play, we play baseball and stuff like that yeah. a lot. But then, oh, but then he was always in Little League mm. and um, not to just continuously whine about stuff. But so I, w- I was never, I wasn't allowed to be in. Have you heard this podcast? I know, this is our thing. <laughs> I know it's my thing. But so I, it, that was one of the things like playing organized sports was one of the things I wasn't allowed to do because I was a girl. So I couldn't, oh, yeah. like I couldn't do for, yeah, I couldn't do like t-ball and then softball, yeah. which is what the girls, you know, equivalent to baseball was in my town. Um but I just had to go to every one of his baseball games because we were sucks. one of those families where you do everything that together. Um, and and he was a catcher. He was pretty good. But it was, yeah, it was funny. After after a while, I started to hate baseball because of that. Yeah, um, I could see that. But then when I was in when I was in high school in ninth grade, um, every freshman had to take freshman PE. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had the like the varsity football coach he would combine teaching one of the um he would always like combine a freshman PE class with his upper classmen weight lifters from mm-hmm. the um from the football team and i was in this class and they were like oh it's time to do we would do units you mm-hmm. know where you did different um sports so it was time for the baseball unit and he said okay so everybody who's who's played organized baseball here and everybody except for me and three other, we were all fat girls. Everybody had played Little League Baseball. So he's like, okay, everybody else, you go over on the far diamond. And then I'm going to teach these for, you know, how to hit the ball. Right. So we, <laughs> we go and he's like, okay, who wants to give it a try? Who wants to see if they can hit the ball? He goes out on the mound and he just, you know, underhand lobs me this meatball pitch mm-hmm. just straight over the plate. And I hit it, and I hit it straight at him so hard that he fell to the ground because he had to duck. <laughs> like, it's the only, like, sports, like, Rudy-style moment of triumph I right. ever had. And, and he got up, and he was like, I thought you said you'd never played baseball. And I said, you didn't say who's played baseball. You said so who's played organized, organized baseball. baseball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was so it was a moment of beauty. He deserved that. Well, I, I, it was a good surprise for him, I think. Well, now he knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he knows. <laughs> um, I don't know. Did you like do a lot of? We did a lot of swimming because I come from a land of many lakes. I heard about those kids. Yeah. Um. No, I actually um I learned how to swim in the Bronx. Mm. There was a pool called Tilden Pool, and it would cost two dollars to get in. Nice. So we we spent a lot of afternoons there. And basically, there. There was, you know, your entry, but then the far end, the deep pool was, like, I think it was, like, nine feet. So, they just said, kind of, like, pushed me in. It's like, all right. Yeah. Then, like, the old single swim, and I just kind of, like, doggy paddled and figured it out. Right. I mean, I'm a terrible swimmer, but, you yeah, know, I can basically swim a pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, that was the, 
I always have fun in the pool, though. I, I like I prefer pools over beaches. Cause I don't like. I don't think. But see, summer me, we just don't get along. I don't like the beach. Right. I don't like sand. Well, it's very. I mean, I grew up with freshwater swimming, and that also is very different than. That's to me. It's it's less of a production because you're not swimming in poison, which is what salt water feels like sometimes. Well, well, freshwater freaks me out too. Why? It's not fresh. It's, well, it's not that fresh, no, but it's not salty. No, it's not. I remember I was in Florida maybe like six, seven years ago. We went to like a spring, like a one of these springs. Uh, <laughs> one of these, which is water was coming out of the ground. Yeah, and like yeah. people were like. I was just kind of disgusted by the fact that like there was so many people in the water, and like I felt like I, I felt like the only thing missing was a bar of soap. Like I, I just <laughs> felt like they were taking baths in the springs. Like it was really disgusting to me. <laughs> I didn't like it. It just wasn't enough water to make it okay. It just wasn't enough um, etiquette ah. <laughs> to make it okay. Yeah. So, yeah. But I mean, with pools, you're all in there together, souping it up. It's just that you've put enough, like, poison Chlorine. in the water yeah. to kill. Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. I'm good with uh, chemicals. That's I'm not fair. Good with, like, redneck trucker hat dude, like, just cleaning his pits in a spring. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Just... Nope. No, that's fair. That's you know what fair. I mean? like, so... Yeah. That's a, whole, that's a whole other issue. And it's also so bad for the. Um, it's so bad for the environment to use just straight up soap in, fr- yeah. you know. In no, he wasn't water. using soap. He was just like, you know, like. Because people like would do that when they were camping oh, sometimes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> there's, it's funny because there's Florida that you, that I know, like Orlando and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like Miami. Um, because I've been to, then when you drive to like northern parts of Florida, you're like, oh, sh- yes. South, yeah, <laughs> you know what oh, I mean. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, that's right. This is this is part of the South, and um, keep driving. <laughs> it's like quickly. Yeah, accents in Florida vary so much too, because of that. I think. Yeah, I and mean, well, and also you have so many imports. There's so there's well, I mean, you have Latino, you have like Haitians, you have uh, other Caribbean folk, Cubans. Yeah, but. And then you just have like the people who are up north holding it down, holding it down, so they say, lifting us up. Uh. <laughs> uh, this is completely unrelated, but another thing I thought about when I was thinking about summers when I was a kid, like every every it seemed like almost every town around us had their own little special festival. So there was one. Um, Boyne Falls had the Polish festival, oh, which. A lot of sausage, a lot of beer, and then they had um, they had a tractor pull competition. Tra- oh, okay. So where horses would do these feats of strength, and we, oh my god, we'd be there for like eight nine hours. It just was um, to watch the horses do the feats of strength. Yeah, because um, my dad really loved it because it went back to his his farming roots oh, kind so of thing. Uh, yeah, but um, I was you know I loved seeing the horses, but then after you see you know horses pull things that are chained apart from one another. Right. The first two or three times, it's cool, and then, you know, like, well, you know check, I'm, please. I'm not a big fan of horses. <laughs> so, um, I don't like horses. I, that town was predominantly Polish, I would imagine. Yeah, or it had been. Oh, it, it, it was so small, too. Okay. It was so small. So, it was Boyne Falls, and then Boyne City had the Mushroom Festival, which was all about morel mushrooms. Okay. Were Have you ever had like, those? No. 
morel pretty, mushrooms are amazing. What's it like? What is? Are they large? Are they small? They're they're probably you know it it depends. They can vary, but they're most are probably about thumb size. Okay. Um, and they just have an amazing flavor. Mm. If you buy them, um, in their wild, I don't think they're I don't think they have cultivated morels. Maybe that that could have changed by now, but um, but it's something like in the springtime. Around the time that the trillions are in blossom, out so trillions are these white sort of wild lilies okay. that are really small, and so at the point where you drive down the road and see the trillions out in the woods, then you would know it was time to start checking your spots that would have mushrooms. So you would start like you just go and pick them. Yeah, you'd just go. I mean, in every <laughs> some people would keep their special spot secret. Oh. Um, but if you were lucky, you had a couple trees in your yard that yeah. were like the good spots for right, it. Right. Um, but they just, they have this amazing flavor. You fry them in butter and they almost taste like steak. Mm. They're, um, yeah, it's a really unique flavor. And if you buy them now by the ounce, even if you buy them dried, they're like $25 a they're pound expensive. or now a pound an ounce. Right. Yeah. Wow. So. Yeah. It's really good. But so there was, there were those two festivals and then, you know, like there was another town had the strawberry festival and another what, what, one. What, what did your town have? We didn't have one. Why? We had the county fair. Okay. But we didn't have um, we didn't have a special festival. Why? I really don't know. I don't know. I mean, we had the state stone. That's important. The stone of Michigan, the Petoskey Stone. Like the, the but we didn't have a festival about the it. The Gallstone in Michigan. The Gallstone. No, Petoskey stones are um, are fossils. Mm-hmm. So if you if you put them in water, then they have these cool interlocking patterns of the little creatures that are crystallized inside. Yeah. That's if all. you were to uh, go back and create a festival, what would your like thing be? Cement. Cement festival. Cement festival because there was a cement plant there. <laughs> that was where my dad worked, so we'd have the cement festival. What would the game be? Uh, try to breathe through the through the choking dust. Um, try to clean your windows through the choking dust. Mm. Um, now there's this there's this big um. There's this big like housing facility there called, oh no, it's something Harbor, Bay Harbor, um, that's full of condos. Which when I was a kid, I would have said were for rich people. Mm-hmm. Um, so the we could have you could have some kind of gentrification game, suppress your rage, maybe mm-hmm. that'd be another good game. I thought you were gonna say suppress your race. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to do that there. <laughs> you don't need to do that. There's pretty much. Oh, well, I, you know what? I haven't been back in a long time, so there there could be more diversity than there we used to be. We could do an episode there. We could. <laughs> Something to look forward to. We may be doing an episode in New Orleans. Yes, we may be. In the next couple of months, so keep an ear out for that. Yeah, that'd be fun. Well, were there, I mean, were there New York festivals like that? Um, You know. Like by uh, neighborhood or something? They, do you know what they were? They were block parties. Oh. Uh, So, you know, you get, you write to someone in, uh, I guess, the uh, Parks Department or somebody or and to close off your block? Oh, yeah. I've had that happen where my neighbors come and, like, get signatures. Yeah. To so they, have um, enough people agree to it. Yeah. So, they, I guess they would send it to, I don't know, maybe the borough president. I'm not really sure how that works, but. This um, guy. This guy. He, he sent it to a guy. And the guy <laughs> closed the, the block off for you. So, no cars can drive up the block. And then everyone just kind of, like, no one parks on the block. And everyone just kind of, like, comes out, puts their seats in front of their house. And, like, sometimes some neighborhoods will get a bouncy house. Yep. And then, like, you know, they just have, like, stuff. Barbecue and yeah, stuff. barbecue and stuff right on the front stoop. So, yeah. there was that. Um, one of the big ones that was actually, like, sponsored by, like, corporations, like, 
you know, Chip Baron Bang, Con Edison, and things like that. It's like the Flushing Metal Park. Oh. So I, I forgot the name of it. You, it would be like the weekend and you'd go. Like, it was probably like Queen's Day. Or it something. was every summer? Yeah. Okay. And it was in June and you'd go and you'd get a whole bunch of like tchotchkes. you get like Frisbees. Yeah. You know, all with like company names on it, you know, like bag. All garbage. You don't really need it. But, you know, it was the 80s. Plastic was everywhere. Do you know I just remembered this very minute? Because we've talked before about you enjoy slot machines. Yes. And I don't like gambling at all. Um, not in any way from a moral thing. I just don't enjoy it. <laughs> the part of why was because uh, there was one summer at the county fair where I was obsessed with... There's the there's a game where it's like... Um, it's this giant rectangle that has glass windows where you shoot coins to make it push other coins off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I, That's not good. I, it, I spent like every, every single quarter I could possibly come up with at yeah, that man. thing and never won. And then I, and just the sinking feeling I felt in the pit of my yeah. stomach of that. I just, you know, I just lost. And I probably in total spent $12 over the course of two days. Wow. But I was just displeased about that feeling. Because all you would have won was more coins. Which is what I wanted. Which was not going to add up to 12 bucks. No. <laughs> well, well, you know, there. I mean, there was a treasure trove in there. You could really hit a yeah, bonanza that you added. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I never understood those games because it's like the thing is pushing it, right? Yeah. So it's like every time it pushes the coin forward, but it, it just never. I think I had maybe one fall off they, once. They probably had like molasses on the under the coins, <laughs> so like you kind of like molasses. <laughs> I just like the word molasses. <laughs> I like a molasses cookie. I don't think I've ever had a molasses cookie. It's pretty good. Yeah? Pretty good. Yeah. Good with ice cream. Vanilla. What? Anything's good with ice cream. That's not true. What? 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 Genocide. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I could have, uh, like, uh, ch- uh, chicken korma. Not, sure. not good with ice cream. What if it's waffles and chicken? And ice, and ice cream. All right, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I like sweet and savory together, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to take this position too hard. Yeah. You're right about the genocide. Oh, I had sweet and savory at a festival here in the Cité, which was the, um, I'm going to say the name of the Black Mirror episode and not the real name. It's not San Junipero. San Gennaro? San Gennaro. The se- September. Yeah. The, in, um, in Little Italy. Yeah, I got a guy. I got a guy. Um, I had a rapist with um, oh. with a really thick melted mozzarella yeah, yeah, in it, yeah. and the rapist re- it it was a lot sweeter than other ones I've had, and that was really good. Which is weird because that's not an Italian dish. No, there were a lot of Latino vendors at it. Yeah, we're gonna make some money. Latino, <laughs> we're gonna make some money. Yeah, the, uh, San Diego Fest is weird because it's always like. You What's go, it for? Do you know? I, I mean, I'm assuming Saint that, Gennaro, Saint, right? And then you just go get a you get a sausage. And what if it just means Gennaro means generic? It's generic. Saint generic. It's generic festival. Yeah. yeah you get you get, you get sausage. You get uh, the zeppelins with the sugar, the sugary powdery thing. Yeah. And then you get and uh, sometimes chocolate towels. I've never had it with chocolate. Though. And then you get socks. Socks. Yeah, because the vendors sell socks. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they always decorate little Italy. It's so pretty when you look down the side streets and they've got the the lights hanging yeah. up and everything. I don't. In Godfather Two, that was was that the San Gennaro? You don't. I've seen it, but I can't remember it. 
It's when De Niro gets rid of the uh, guy. Nope. No. I'll have to look that up. <laughs> I mean, that would probably make sense. Yeah, because they have a big, it's like a big thing, and then they have like, like, like a monster, or like a parade you're living in the town, or whatever that is. And then he does his thing. I don't want to ruin, I don't want to spoil a 40 year old, 45 year old movie. <laughs> I don't want any spoilers. Yeah, I, mean, uh, <laughs> I don't want us to have to spoiler alert that. You know, but it's a good movie. You should watch it. So, we were talking about better. Which, oh, yeah, we were. Um, I was wondering, like, yeah, I've had a lot of military family. Um, yeah. Oh, uncle. and a lot of my, yeah, a lot of my dad's uncles, yeah. my dad's uncles, my dad's brothers were, were in the war, too. Uh, my uncle was in the Air Force. My other uncle was in the Army. And my grandfather was in the Army. So all those, yeah, people were, I don't know. Well, there has to be a war going on. Right. I don't think so. no. You just have to. You just have to be in the service. In the service. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, because I mean, uh, Korean veterans of the Korean conflict would not be considered veterans then. Right. We have a VFW around the corner. Do you want to take a walk? Is that by the Wings place? <laughs> it is by the Wings. I thought place. so. It's I right thought I remembered there. that. Yeah. There's always like a little old man smoking with like his little hat. Yep. You can tell he's seen some shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, we had in the the first place I lived in New York uh, when I moved in with Brian and his roommates when he was in grad school. Um, there were these two older couples who lived next door to us, mm-hmm. and they were so nice. And um, I can't remember either of the ladies' names, but the one couple it was Sal and and his gal, and then um, the other one, uh, the guy's name was Bobby, and he always wore his. Um, like his Vietnam vet jacket. Mm. And he was one of those, he had like a, a comb over and his hair was that white that's yellow. Oh, yeah. Um, and he, he just always, he would stand on his stoop and he would make comments to people. And um, it's, it's, it's kind of me too. He, I mean, I don't know if I would have loved it if I was like a young girl, the stuff he would say, but mm-hmm. he was, he was kind of doing like a Andrew Dice Clay impression almost. And he would just be like, Hey, Look at that beautiful girl. Hey, you can't bother me. I drink Sterno. Uh, oh. <laughs> um, but he, I don't know. He was he was funny. He would just say stuff like that. Um, and then we, Brian and I had gone back to his folks for Christmas the one year. And we were telling stories about him um, while we played cards over actually New Year's Eve mm-hmm. up at their cabin. And then we came back and we found out he died that night. I'm not saying we killed him or that. I mean, it's just a coincidence, but just randomly we were doing impressions of him for the whole family. And then you took his essence. Maybe that was it. So I guess the moral of the story is don't do impressions. Don't take people's essence. That too. Yes. So do you have any new memories this week? Well, new memories, new memories, new memories. See, Um, yeah. On Tuesday, I, after work, I went to, um, a meeting at this organization called QDEP. Oh. Um, What's that it, acronym stand for? It stands for um, the Queer Detainee Empowerment Project. Oh, okay. Um, it's project or program. I think it's project. But they were having a letters writing night mm-hmm. um, to send sort of like a, a pen pal program okay. um, to... Uh, to immigrant detainees and and it was it was really it was really um 
lovely. I'm. I don't know. I'm glad. I, I'm glad I did it. It was. You know, the more the more I learn about things, the um, the more shocked I am by the experiences that so many people have. Yeah. Um, but it was it was, the people there are very smart. With the the organization, they aside from the pen pal program, they they give legal assistance to people in detention, and then they also provide um, different types of you know economic and other assistance right. once they're out and. What was really cool was some of the people there um, to do the letter writing had been in detention themselves. Mm -hmm. And so um, meeting them was really great. And they they told us um, that, you know, having been on the other side of it to get the letters, um, you know, that they felt they felt so lucky to be there and be able to because they know (laughs) one kid. It was so cute. He said that. on the days if you don't get a letter and everybody else does, you think, what, am I ugly? Yeah. <laughs> like, why Why am I not getting this? Um, and another thing they mentioned that I would never have thought of is that, um, aside from the morale issue of it and the, you know, the human connection and yeah. all that, is that it sends a message to the people, the guards and the other people who work in the facility, that this person is not forgotten there's a human being. They're yeah, they're a person and they have people on the outside who are right. who are invested in their well being. Right. And so if something happens, there may be repercussions. Right. And of... um that's you know, that's not something I would have ever considered yeah, before. No, no. Um, you know, and the more that is coming out this week about the different abuses and uh at the detention facilities, I can see more and more why that's important. So um, yeah, so it was great. So I sent a couple letters and, awesome. um, yeah, so that's something they do on a monthly basis. And Is there any information that we can support them? Like somehow? Like yeah, a absolutely. I'll put it in the show notes that the website for QDEP and, yeah. um, they, they definitely have different ways that people can get involved if you're interested. So cool. that was, yeah, that was, it was, um, it's something, you know, as the week went on, you know, it yeah. stays with you. So it was, no, that's, yeah, that's, it was, it was a cool thing. That's really awesome. Well, that's the end of our episode. It is episode twelve. Episode twelve, uh, season finale, <laughs> is coming up. It's coming up. Yep, episode thirteen. Right, lucky number thirteen. Uh, we will see you next week. Uh, we are on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Tune in. I might have missed something. Nope, uh, I don't think you did. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, we are also on all forms of social media: uh, your Instagrams, your Twitter, and Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. We are? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised. And you could always email us on uh, brokencorn at gmail.com. Yep. Thank you. Thanks. Happy summer, everybody.